Hello and welcome back to Stop and Go F1 for this, the Dutch Grand Preview video. My goodness, I was going to say it didn't feel like the summer break was that long. But then I came to prepare this video and completely forgot how I do the preview videos. Forgot all the segments, forgot all the parts, the notes were a mess, but I think... We've got it all together now. We should be in a great position here to talk all the news and all the action heading into this weekend for the Dutch Grand Prix. So there you go. I hope you're doing well. Uh, firstly, make sure you subscribe to the channel because we'll be covering everything this weekend in both the worlds of F1 and F2. If you have missed any of the videos over the summer break, there's a few on there. There's a few uh, news videos. There's also a few more fun videos as well. Uh, look, there's one where I looked at Martin Brundle's grid walk, which was quite a fun one. I did some other ones as well. I can't remember what they are. Oh, no, I'll just pull up the channel now. I'll just share my screen. Look at this. Oh, I'm playing, I'm playing the video. Don't want to listen. Look, look, there's news. Oh, how much does it actually cost to go to F1's cheapest race? Mid-season driver rankings, as well as loads of news stuff as well. All that and more can be viewed by you on the Stop and Go F1 channel. But let's get into the preview here for the Dutch Grand Prix. Starting with taking a look at all the news from the past week. <clears throat> Firstly, Robert Schwartzman took part in FP1 for Ferrari uh, as part of their young driver initiative thing here. Of course, if you're not aware... Each team has to have two sessions the in the throughout the year where a rookie drives the car. So two sessions, one for each driver. So in this time, he was uh, taking Carlos Sainz's place in Abu Dhabi. He will take Charles Leclerc's place uh, in the car. That will count as their two rookie sessions. Interestingly, though, even though it does normally go over one driver than the other driver, it actually turns out that it doesn't have to be that. Because, as I found out, because I was thinking not many teams have actually done this. <clears throat> In fact, Ferrari are the only ones who have actively done it so far. We know that uh, Vesti will be taking Hamilton's place, I think, at the Mexican Grand Prix. So that's Mercedes one, well, one of them out of the way uh, there. In fact, McLaren, AlphaTauri and Williams have all done theirs because Nick DeVries, Oscar Piastri and Logan Sargent all counted as rookies at the start of the year because they count a rookie as someone who's done less than two races. So they've actually done theirs with the drivers that they actually hired to be their actual drivers. So they're in the clear. The rest of the teams have got theirs to do. So Ferraris will be from Robert Schwartzman. Uh, McLaren, uh, Mercedes, sorry, will have Vesti. There's rumours that Haas were going to have Behrman, but we'll wait and see from there. And the rest of the teams will have to do that there. But, you know, they're leaving it a bit tight because we've got nine races left. We've got a few sprint races thrown in there as well. We've got the races like Las Vegas where drivers have never been before, so they won't want to sacrifice free practice time there. There's races like Singapore, which aren't a great place for a rookie to have their first outing in a Formula 1 car. I think I worked it out the other day, and there's about four races left where you could realistically do it, about four or three races. So I expect to see a few coming in Monza. That could be a good one there. Maybe Mexico, maybe Abu Dhabi. That's where we expect to see the rookie test as we go on throughout the rest of the year. Right, moving on next, talking about Alfa Romeo, because Alfa Romeo have got a special livery this weekend, which is a bit of a weird one, uh, because, you know, it's, it's a bit out of nowhere, but we've actually seen this livery before. I'm trying to find my picture that I got. Where is it? Here it is. Yeah, this livery is one that we've seen before. I can't remember if it was this year or last year, but they kind of launched this already as their interesting little art livery. 
I'll put it on the screen now for you. Here we go. So here it is. Um, this is their new livery for this weekend. Apparently it's done by a German artist and it's got loads of letters all over the place. You know, it looks nice. Um, it's not offensive. It's actually their second special livery in a row now because they had the one which had little flicks of green every now and again in Spa. Uh, yeah, Alfa Romeo. There you go. They don't get shown on TV anyway, so I imagine we won't see it, but it's a tribute to the art car made by German artist Boogie. There you go. In bigger news for Haas, it's been announced that Kevin Magnussen and Nico Hulkenberg have re-signed their contracts with Haas, meaning they will both be with the team for the 2024 season. From the sound of things, it sounds like they both signed just a one-year deal going on. But yeah, uh, stability in Haas for the first time in a long time. They'll be keeping the same two drivers for two years in a row, and I think that's the right choice. Hulkenberg has been fantastic this year, especially his qualifying performances have been really good. Magnussen, I think, has had some really good shining moments. I mean, the, the drive in Miami, I thought, was spectacular. I thought his race in Monaco was also very good until uh, it wasn't. But yeah, good stuff for Haas. Good choice, I think, there. Uh, moving on to Aston Martin, and an interesting one in the world of Lance Stroll, who missed the press conference on Thursday, but then turned up later in the day with a big like bandage on his neck and onto his face here. It turned out he was recovering from, from some kind of infection. It was reported that he's fit and well and will, be and will be competing at this week's race. We saw him in the practice sessions today, so we know that is true. But it was, yeah, a bit of a strange one from Lance there. Not many details coming out from there. But there are rumours circulating around Lance, not to do with his infection, but to do with his career, with the rumours being that at the grand old age of 24, Lance Stroll may be contemplating retirement to go and play professional tennis. So this is a very interesting one here. I mean, you know, if that's what he wants to do, that's what he wants to do, but it feels to me a bit like he's been underperforming this year, they need to get rid of him, they can't because he doesn't really have a contract because, you know, his dad owns the company, and they go, well, Lance, you know, you can leave and we'll set you up to play tennis if that's what you want to do. That's what you want to do. And, you know, news coming out, not about Lance now, moving on. News coming out of FP2 is that Daniel Ricciardo may be injured. He had a crash in FP2. We saw Oscar Piastri go off. Then as um, Ricciardo's coming round, uh, Piastri's car was on the racing line. He swerved to avoid it and swerved right into the wall. On the radio, he was saying that he'd hurt his hand. He was seen leaving the circuit to go to the hospital with his arm in a sling. So this may be a developing story here for Alpha Tauri for the rest of the weekend. We'll have to wait and see if Ricardo is able to continue. If not, there are two choices to um, swap for him. There is, of course, Liam Lawson, who is the reserve driver for Red Bull and Alpha Tauri, who is currently in Japan, but they could probably get him over to compete for this weekend. Or there is also Nick DeVries, who Daniel Ricciardo came in to replace. Interestingly, Nick DeVries is Dutch, so this would be his home Grand Prix. If Ricciardo was unable to compete, he would get a home Grand Prix in the season where he did 10 races and then was fired. I mean, imagine if he came back and actually scored some points. That would be one of the maddest stories of the year, so that's definitely one to keep an eye on. 
But there you go, that is the news from this week. We're now going to head over to Upgrade Corner. So firstly, let's go through some of the cards, some of the teams who have brought absolutely nothing. And by nothing, I mean either they've brought nothing or they've brought something which is just very circuit-specific, and it's nothing. And there's a few of them as well. So McLaren, Ferrari, Alpha Tauri, Alfa Romeo, Williams, and Alpine all have brought absolutely nothing. Red Bull have brought a new beam wing. Mercedes have brought a new floor edge and side pod inlet, uh, as well as a beam wing. Haas have got a new front wing, nose and rear corner. But Aston Martin have brought the most. They've got floor body, floor fences, floor edge and diffuser. So brand new underneath of the car for Aston Martin. I was a bit surprised that there wasn't any new front wing on the Aston Martin because that was the piece that was speculated to be a little bit illegal towards the start of this year. But no, no new front wing, all new floor. And they're looking good as well, especially uh, Fernando Alonso, of course, looking good in the free practice sessions from this morning. We'll get into that a little bit more as we go along. But now it is time to take a little visit to one of our favourite streets. It's Special Helmet Street, where we have a look who's having any special helmets for the race this weekend. And there'll be no surprise, because there's only one driver with a special helmet for the Dutch Grand Prix. There is no prizes for, for guessing who it is. It is the Dutch driver... Max Verstappen. This is his special helmet here. Um, so it's basically the one that he's got now, but colour changes to match the red, white and blue of the Dutch flag. So blue on this side and then red on the other side there with the flag going across the Dutch line on the top. Looks very nice. I like it a lot. There you go. Special helmet street done. But you know what isn't done? It's time for DRS. If you're not sure what DRS is, that stands for the Driver Runway Show, because F1 is all about fashion now, and I'm here in a Coldplay t-shirt, so I know all about fashion. So let's have a look at what some of the drivers were wearing as they arrived uh, to the Grand Prix on Thursday, starting with Daniel Ricciardo in this lovely cardigan. That is a lovely cardigan. Also, I like the hat with the camel livery, you know, a classic F1 sponsor there on the hat. Great stuff. Uh, Esteban Ocon is auditioning to play Cyclops from the X-Men. Uh, you know, he's heard that they might be recasting the X-Men for the MCU. This is his audition. He's sending that in now. Hopefully it goes well. Uh, George Russell has torn a page out of Tory Boy Fashion Magazine, and he's got it to go to his daddy's yacht club. He's got this outfit picked out. It's going to go down a storm. Uh, Lewis Hamilton, he's wearing this thing. Tommy... Uh, it's his 85th birthday today, so happy 85th birthday to Tommy. Lewis Hamilton celebrating here as well. Unfortunately, though, his left ankle got too warm on the way, so he's lifted that up there to cool that down. All going good there. Uh, this is Yuki Tsunoda. Uh, this pocket looks quite big, but on a normal-sized human being, it would be quite small. And then Joe, looking good but some children have scribbled all over his jacket, which is a real shame. So there you go. There's the fashion. Fashion in F1. That's what it's all about. Uh, enough with fashion, though. Let's talk about results. Let's talk about the Formula 1 free practice results, because they are very, very interesting. It's probably the most competitive I've seen the grid look all year as we come into here. So if we look at FP1... I'll just put the results on the screen so you can see as well as I can. So uh, Max Verstappen topping the charts here, but 
Fernando not too far behind, as would Lewis. Sergio's also there. Really interesting, those the team to watch this weekend, the Williams team. Fifth for Albon, seventh for Sargent in FP1. Really just keep an eye on them. They've got really good pace. They've looked very consistent throughout the entire weekend. Um, what is also quite interesting, Haas, who brought this brand new front wing, they're nowhere, 14th and 18th for Haas. Lance Stroll didn't put any lap times in because he had an engine issue, so it was a bit interesting looking at the Aston there. But yeah, Fernando coming second in FP1. As we go across to FB2, it was Lando Norris who topped the session. Max not too far behind. But again, look, Albon there, third place with uh, Sargent was down in 12th. But, you know, still very competitive for uh, Sargent, who would normally be right at the back. Uh, Perez not looking as strong. Stroll came through in 8th, Alonso in 10th. I think Alonso was focusing more on long runs here, but still within half a second of Lando's fastest time. Uh, Piastri and Ricardo had that instance, so their times weren't really there. But again, Haas looking right at the back. Ferrari not looking great. Only um, 11th and 16th for Ferrari in FP2. Uh, in FP1, how were they doing? I don't think they were doing too great either. Look, there you go. So Leclerc 16th, Schwartzman 19th in FP1. Doesn't really shock me about Schwartzman because when they do these rookie tests, they normally don't let them do like qualifying laps or anything like that. They normally keep them quite slow. So Schwartzman doesn't massively surprise me at the back, but Leclerc only 16th place. So Ferrari look like they're really struggling this weekend, uh, but Red Bull, McLaren, Look that they're leading the way. Uh, Aston seems to be not too far behind. Williams looking really good. Mercedes are always there or thereabouts. So it's looking very competitive up at the top of the field. Very much looking forward to qualifying tomorrow to see where all these guys work out. But I think McLaren, not McLaren, sorry, Williams may definitely be one to keep an eye on. I'm not expecting them to win or podium, but I'm expecting some good points for them. And that brings me on to my predictions for this weekend. Firstly, about the Williams team, that they will score the most points they've scored all year within a single race. I've looked it up at the minute. That was Canada, where Albon finished seventh. He got six points for that. Logan Sargent is yet to score a point. I think this weekend, Williams will have their best weekend of the year, which is great for them. And also, we're going into the Italian Grand Prix next weekend, which is a very high-speed race where I think Williams' car will be exceptional. So I think we're going to have two back-to-back -back weeks of very good uh, Williams results. My second prediction, as I said, very competitive up at the top of the uh, grid this weekend. I, my second prediction is... Three different teams on the podium. So I expect one of them to be Red Bull at the top step, but I think the second and third step will be taken by two different teams. Who will it be, though? McLaren, Aston, Mercedes. Can it be a Williams? Could we see an Alpine? Could we see a Haas? Who's to know? But there are my predictions. Williams' best race of the year so far, and three different teams on the podium. And just before we close off this here F1 Grand Preview video, let's have a quick talk about Formula 2, because they had a hectic qualifying session, which I think was a good indication for what we can expect across F1 this weekend, because it was a huge old mess with just red flag after red flag after red flag. Towards the end, I don't think anyone actually set a properly fast lap time. Everyone set their banker laps, then when they went to go set a fast lap time, people were spinning off, people were in the gravel, people were in the wall. 
And with rain predicted as we go ahead this weekend, we may see a lot more of this. But it was Jack Crawford who managed to claim pole position for Sunday's race. Tailpole Share, current championship leader, he qualified 10th, which does mean that he'll be on pole for the sprint race. Uh, Frederick Vesti, who's in second, second, place, second place in the championship, got third for the feature race. And Ayumo Wasa, once again, massively unlucky in qualifying. He's just clinging on to third in the F2 championship as, as it is at the minute. Jack Dewan, not too far behind. He'll be starting 12th for both the sprint and feature races. So it could be another difficult weekend for Iwasa as he's trying his desperately hardest to cling into this Formula 2 championship battle. But there you go. That is the Formula 1 Grand Preview here on a weekend where Max Verstappen can equal Sebastian Vettel's record for nine race wins in a row. He can equal that in front of his home fans. It'll be quite the spectacle to see, and I imagine it'll happen. So... Join me all this weekend as we take a look at the F1 and the F2. I hope you have a great weekend. I'll see you next time. Goodbye.